time, this time, this time, this time is different with Peter and Chris. This time, this time, this time, this time is different. Lots of games! <laughs> Alright, let's do this. How are you? This time it's differenters. This time it's different istas. This time it's different snots. How you doing? How's that uh, podcast you're listening to right now? How's this? How's this podcast? How, how's that treadmill you're on? You know, treading at the gym. How's that uh, spreadsheet you're looking at? At work. You know, how's that going? How's that, uh, how's that drive? How's traffic? Is it thick? Traffic thick there? How's that going? You getting angry? You waiting? Waiting in traffic? How's that? My name is Chris Wilson and this is a podcast. This time it's different because we are doing WTF. We're ripping off WTF with Mark Marin today. Mark Marin, uh, you might have known him from comedy, from his award-winning famous podcast, just all-around funny guy, Mark Marin. We're ripping him off. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing today. And why not? Why not do it, right? We're not hurting anybody. Hmm? We're not, we're not causing pain. We're not adding more pain to this world, right? It's already bad enough. Who cares? It's bad out there, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It keeps getting worse. Seems like it keeps getting worse. Just sitting around at home, getting pent up, getting worked up. We're all getting squirrely, man. And all I got to say is just, just do your best. Stay safe. Wear your fucking mask, right? Wear your mask. That's all. That's all I can say. You know? They're nice. I even find some of the masks nice. Got nice patterns on them. Some of them fit and they feel comfortable. You forget you're even wearing them. Some people you go, wow, I like that mask. I'd like to have that mask on my face. You know, nice pattern. Put that on me. That's what we say. That's it. That's all we can do. Fuck. Fuck. Our guest on the podcast today is Peter Carlone. He's a longtime comedy partner of mine uh, and the co-host of this podcast. And I gotta say, we had a good chat. We had a good chat. Had a good time with him. Always have a good time with that guy. He's uh, he's cool. He's a cool cat. When you're working with somebody for so long, sometimes the conversation is just business, comedy, and business all the time. But it was nice. We had a good chat. About everything. We got down to it, man. We got down. Talking about childhood. Talking about parents. I learned some things that I didn't know before. You know, you think you know a guy and then all of a sudden you got a little nugget. New nugget. And that's cool. That's cool, man. That's great. Uh, if you want to save some money on stamps, don't ever stand in line at the post office anymore. It is... It is pointless. We're standing in line for everything now. COVID tests, standing in line to 
to to uh, to mail something. Don't do that anymore. Print out your stamps at home with stamps.com. It's awesome. Use promo code and you'll save money. All right? Great. And don't hiring. Hiring's bad. Hiring people sucks. Uh, it doesn't have to with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uh, helps you find a worthy candidate for your job and helps you hire people. So just go there and get a fresh new employee uh, using this fresh discount. Um, something. Just pop that into the uh, discount box there and save money at the checkout. All right, let's get into it. Here is my talk with Peter Carlone. <laughs> You're just a mess. Are you ever not a mess? Excuse me? What do you think you got that from? You're a, you're a, uh, you've been a disorganized man most of the time that I've known you. Where do you, where, what do you think, where that come from? What's what that, a, what's that ru- about? What a rude young boy you are. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're starting off, we're starting off. So you, a little sip of coffee here. What a rude boy. Pow! But yeah, where do you think, uh, who's disorganized? Where do you get that from? It's not disorganized. Okay, I know what it is. It's not disorganized. It mm. is... It is that I, and thanks for asking, and I'm doing fine. Uh, it is that I, <laughs> it is that I, it's that I say yes to too much. Yeah. But, and then, um, okay, fine, I'm disorganized because <laughs> then I don't put it in my calendar. And right, then I, like, it comes up and they're like, are you good for that thing tomorrow? And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, I uh, didn't put that in my organizer. Yeah. You know, they have things for that. I have a calendar, a Google calendar. And it's full of stuff that I've said yes to and remembered about. Right. I remember like when we were going through university together. Oh, that no. You were the guy that would have all of the jobs. Like you had every Joe job. That's imaginable. true. Yeah. You would be like, I got to paint uh, Trevor's fence uh, <laughs> on the side of the highway. He's got this First of all, clinic on the side of the highway. I'm gonna... That's not Trevor's fence. That was your dad. No, my dad didn't have, you didn't paint my dad's fence. Wasn't that your dad? No, it was another no. vet. It was another vet. It was, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, G- uh, Jeff. Okay, I get the point. Point taken. <laughs> it wasn't Trevor, yeah. but it was so Jeff. So you would be doing a... Uh, You'd be painting a fence on Saturday. Yeah. You'd have a little, like, you, you mow lawns Thursdays and Fridays. Then you, you would work as a dishwasher. Uh, like, you have, you've always yeah. been a guy that I've known to have the most jobs. I don't I, think you've ever had <laughs> just one job. I had a full-time job writing for video games. And during that time, I I did, I had three other jobs. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that comes from, like, uh, why do you think you want to have all the jobs? What is that? This is intense, dude. (laughs) We're getting (laughs) getting into it. I hadn't actually thought about that for real. I'm like, right. I don't know. I, I, uh, okay, if I had to get, like, the most romantic answer I can think that makes me look cool is just, like, um, how how poor I was. Like, my family was always, like, we did fine. We were okay. Right. Um, but they were always uh, scared of money. They were constantly stressed out about money. 
And, so you've adopted and they were sharing that, that with us. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think that's like some family stuff or whatever. The constant fear of not having enough makes you just like go crazy. And then the more I think about it, like my mom is very similar to, to that. Like she's always adding little things to her schedule and then complaining about how stressed out she is. And we make fun of her and we're like, well, then don't plan that much stuff on a Sunday if you have to, because you know you're going to have to go to work on Monday. And you're going to be bummed halfway through your giant Sunday that you aren't having enough relaxing time. But you said yes to all these things. And now I'm like, oh, that's me. Whoops. Yeah, I'm hearing a bit of a uh, <laughs> an apple and a tree story. And uh, in this story, your mom is that tree. And, you know, you're the little apple and you've fallen out of the tree. And you also pack your Sundays. And every when day. I, and every day. Every day is my packed Sunday now. And when I... Like, I'm when I say, like, I'm now discovering that, I don't mean, like, recently. I mean, like, literally in this conversation, I've just realized that. Really? I'm wow. not, I'm not even, I'm not joking. I'm like, <laughs> that you got it oh, wait. Mom? Well, I guess I just never actually put it to words. I never thought about it. I was never like, oh, yeah, that's probably where it comes from. It comes from that fear of running out or something. Yeah. I mean... I've been doing some some therapy here and there, and I just you you go in and you're like, I don't know what to talk about, and then you start talking, yeah. and then I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh I get it, oh it's all my dad, oh it's all my parents, yeah yeah, oh I have oh, all I this it. stuff, right? I get all that from them. Hmm. Yeah, I've been to your your house many times. I mean, you're, it's not a poor family at all. You have a home. Yeah, I it's a, feel it's like a home. that house is probably paid off. They just paid it off this year, I think. Paid off house. Yeah. Yep. It's got three little bedrooms. kitchens. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't have a finished basement, but there's like, the the basement is massive. It's like like the size of two of the apartments I live in now. It's like they, they are not wanting for space or, but there's something about like every month it was just like, oh, I don't know. Like money's real tight. Like we've never been on a vacation. We would like, unless you count like going camping or like going to uh, a friend's cabin in absolutely counts. salmon arm that stuff counts okay then we've been on those vacations <laughs> but we haven't done whatever you get away yeah like yeah the four of us have yeah we haven't packed into a plane and like the four of us the family didn't go to a thing yeah we used to go to florida as a kid and but that was and then that that just stopped after a and, while well and that was on your dad's plane right your dad's yeah, private my, plane my dad's private plane yeah he'd fly us out down there yeah because your mom well, had a yacht, but your dad yeah, had yeah, a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all would take yachting money. trips, but I don't I don't consider those to be uh, vacations, the yachting trips, you know? <laughs> okay, I guess that actually, that makes me think that I was being a little bit like whatever, privileged or whatever when I was like, I don't consider going to my friend's cabin in Salmon Arm a vacation. But it's like, that's lit to, to people that are worse off than me. That's like, that's a, it's a, definitely a vacation, Peter. You yeah, idiot. I mean, my... My parents have friends that are just so much richer than we ever will be and ever were, and yeah, you take advantage of that. You yeah. uh, you go on, you go up to Tofino, and yeah, we have a friend that owns the Long Beach Lodge Resort in Tofino, and so it's Whoa. like yeah, you go there and you get spoiled. He's got plane money. If we're actually talking real plane money, like wait, can we talk? Can we talk about this friend? Like, can we? How connected are you? Can like, can I get up there with my wife? Like, can we call in some faves? I mean, we could ask him. He'd know what we we're up to. We'd be like, huh, I have never talked to you uh, before uh, outside of, <laughs> I wonder what Chris Wilson is phoning for. 
<laughs> I bet you it's to take advantage of my resort. <laughs> but like, there's a part of me that's like, you know what? If you own a resort, get over it. Like, yeah, people are going to call you once every four years and you're never going to hear from them again. Like, you're going to get taken advantage yeah. of. You own a resort. Well, the times that he's opened it up to uh, my family, and I, it's around like in January when you ah. do, that's not key camping time. That's the dead season. Right. Like, and in a way, spend New Year's Eve. <laughs> and in a way, he knows, like, in a way, that's like, at least that keeps my resort full and they'll probably eat at the restaurant. Exactly. So at least what I did get your, a little cash. What did your mom do? What'd she, uh, what'd she uh, get up to? Why? Where did she get this got to uh, keep working? Got to pack my Sundays from? What's, um, what's her childhood like? My mom is a classic, uh, the, the like boomer story, right? Like actually started out worse off and ended up better, right? The thing okay. that like us millennials don't have anymore. She had that. So she was like row house England poor. Um, she she's, was always telling she's me born in England, in England. England. She was telling me about how like for a while they didn't have a washroom. So there was like an outhouse. Whoa. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like poor. Actually? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then because it's an old row house. That's the other thing about Canada that we forget is like Canada is like one year old compared to the rest of the world. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. there are people in England that are like, I live in a castle, because the rent was cheap in one of the rooms in this castle. That's not her experience, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, they have old houses, like old-ass right. structures. Servant quarters and yeah, and stones. Yeah, I think my I've got some friends that live in like a, like a, like a barn. It used to be like a medieval stable or something like that, and then it got converted into lofts or something. Like, they live in one of those things. It's like... Canada, we just started. This is a brand new map. <laughs> we just showed right. up and wrecked everything and like and then started building stuff like <laughs> last year. But anyway, so she grew up, yeah, uh, pretty poor and um and I think that was always the thing like always looking for work was kind of the big thing and that's mm -hmm. what drove her to Canada. She was a nun for a bit. I don't know if that's work. I don't know if being a nun counts as having a job. Well, you're not supposed to call it work. It's uh, you uh, are a servant to the Lord. It's not work. You're a servant. You're not getting paid. Yeah, paid exactly. In, you're paid in your uh, ticket to heaven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the situation. She had a ticket to heaven. <laughs> you situation. do get money as a as a nun. Are they not? Are nuns not paid? I I have no I've idea. I've never thought about that. Yeah. I, or nuns are because like the thing is you live there and they feed you so so then they get like I don't think a nun house a nunnery mm -hmm. is like a profit share model <laughs> like hey we had a whole bunch of alms from the poor donated so like we all get a thousand bucks right I, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah that doesn't you just live there and they feed yeah. you and that's what you get. Hey, I something think. to look up. Or, you know what? Yeah. It's Let's just go with that. That's fact. They don't get I, paid. <laughs> I can Google it if you want. No, somebody in the comments ah, is no. going to be like, you idiots. Nuns get paid 40 a year. And uh, good point. Uh, if you want to correct us, pop it in the comments. Get those comments going. But this is I bet my mom will correct me. If she watches this, right. she'll be like, I didn't. There was no row. I, I grew up in it. it was, we had an outhouse. We had a bathroom or something like that. Or so. She'll be like, no, I remember that wrong. But I just remember it's being the stories. Accurate impression of your mother. It is good. <laughs> I've met her. Uh, it sounded like you were doing uh, 
Stop it. it. That, yes, that's what she sounds like. Peter, get in here. Chris, you're being Christopher, rude. you're being rude. Stop making fun Peter, of my boy. Peter, be more like Chris. Why can't you be more like Chris? Her get biggest in. one. Wake her up, big- I've made you pancakes. <laughs> her, her biggest one is, why don't you wash your jeans? so i guess i only heard about this recently but i don't wash my pants is that like a thing that i'm supposed to do yeah i don't wash mine so much either you don't have to wash your jeans like every day every week even i was having getting into the raw denim sort of thing you know getting it getting to the raw denim man and just sort of popping those on and you just work them in you just gotta what about khakis or like cotton pants never (laughs) ever Khakis. Wash. You never have the. You <laughs> but never you don't wash have khakis. To. People put their put put their jeans in the freezer. I've never gone that far. Like for once what? they start to kill the bacteria, I guess. I guess it does something. Oh, I hadn't like, thought uh, of that. Freezes okay, yeah. it. Once your jeans start to smell like hamster bedding, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's when I pop those bad boys, you know, in the wash. But Once until they smell then, like hamster bedding, you know the like the smell of like old wet wood oh. with a bit of pee in it <laughs> oh hey you toured with me for a while did i have questions about my various smells did my jeans did i ever smell like hamster bedding no and uh, I, I never noticed that you're a you shower every day you're, I a, shower. you're a, a deodorant man I uh, shower if you did have jeans that stunk i couldn't smell your jeans over the smell of my own Right, exactly. So we might we might have both had hamster bedding situations. Yeah, you get into a sort of fringe festival uh, funk, a little yeah. stank on you from just touring, wearing the same shirts. I feel like I have, and I think I brought this up with you before, but I have like smelly sweat. I don't like my sweat. Like, well, I, I mean s- that that's very normal. I would wear a hat, and then I would smell my hat, and it would be like almost like acidic, like vinegary. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that too. Like your old gym strip at, at oh. school, because you wouldn't wash it. You just keep oh. it in there for a month, and then you, in the bag, you smell that shit in the bag, and it would smell like vinegar, like hard vinegar. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> what I think it's a Awful. bacteria. I've heard it's a bacteria that's like feasting off the sweat. Yep, that checks out to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, that's it's as far be something like that. That's as far as we're looking into it. Now, uh, <laughs> so let's go back. So your mom, your mom is a uh, is a nun. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Now, how did she get to, because you grew up in Calgary, I know that. Yeah. Uh, what, where's that, where's your parents meeting? What, what, how do you get to, how she get to Canada there? She, you know? so her boyfriend sent her flowers to the convent and what you're that, uh, wait <laughs> that <So> didn't <laughs> she had a boyfriend look it didn't go well is what at I'm the saying. nunnery yeah i don't think she was like a great nun i don't think that's oh that's where you get your rebellious streak from <laughs> yeah i'm always like stealing out of your wallet <laughs> <laughs> okay um, so you okay so flowers i yeah so i think she she like was learning swahili she wanted to go to like a uh like a convent in like south africa or something and uh i think she was told that it wasn't that god wasn't leading her there which meant that they just didn't want to send her there or something so she was like well screw it i'm i'm gonna do i'm gonna leave i'm gonna do something else um she worked at a bank for a bit um, she was doing the thing that like they would have, I guess it's like the thing that, uh, they did in the U S they called it like, uh, computers, but it was really just women that they would have like add stuff up. 
they were yeah. computing. So she was like one of those, like we'd go through all the checks and like write the totals down from the checks in the ledger because there's no computerized, there was no computers. They were the right. ones computing stuff. So she would like add all that stuff up. And then, um, then she got a job as a live-in nanny and that family moved to Calgary. And she and went so she, with them. She went with them because she was like, well, there's nothing here. And what was your dad doing in Calgary? Why, why was he there? Yeah, I guess we're just deep diving on my family today. Uh, well, that's what we're doing. We're doing it. We're getting to you. I'm trying to get to the birth of Peter Carlone into the world. <laughs> so, you know, we can fast forward there. He goes. He lived in Montreal. He was raised there. Yeah. Um, I got a cool picture of him with like a nice leather bomber jacket leaning up against his Camaro. So, so you didn't like, get any of that that coolness. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all you're mostly your mom. No, well, that's fair. Mostly that's your fair. Mom. Yeah, that's fair. Mostly my mom. <laughs> I'm just a live-in nanny. Um, so he moved to Calgary looking for better work. Uh, did some tech stuff. They, um, yeah, they uh, they met at in church. Nice small town kind of story. Although Calgary's not really a small town, or at least anymore. But like, yeah, met at the local church and then uh, hit it off. Hit it off. And the he rest like, is history. I'm dating an ex-nun. Yeah, he, he's a, he was a real bad boy. <laughs> so out comes Peter Carlone into the world. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, out I came. Out Boom, comes Peter. splashing out. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we're starting there, hey? Yeah, so I uh, came out but pretty who, easily, I think. Yeah. Were you a shy boy? You a shy little kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents, they almost put me back in school uh, at... Uh, and I think it was like preschool or something. I failed preschool or something because they were like, "He's do- he's not talking. Really? This guy doesn't talk. He might have a speech problem. He's not. Do- we got to hold him back." And my parents are like, "Ah, he'll figure it out. Keep him moving. Keep the conveyor belt going." <laughs> and now I don't even. And I, now I don't shut up. Am I right, Chris? Now I don't yeah, even you don't shut, shut up. up. It's very easy to like uh, interview you, you know, and just you get you fucking wind <laughs> this guy up and let him go. So who are your guys? Who are your guys? Yeah, like, eventually are, you do comedy, you know? Yeah. Get some comedy influence going. Who are your guys? Like my favorite males? Wow. Yeah, who are your guys? You know, like my favorite, your comedy influences. My favorite males. Your my guys. men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, okay, it could be it could be women that you're uh, influenced by as well, but... You know, okay, given, I will say from Calgary, probably not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's definitely all men. It's definitely all men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boys, 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 boys. Guns, guns, uh, uh, trucks, trucks. <laughs> Calgary. Woo. I'd say my favorite comedic influences are probably whoever started the NRA, uh, George Bush. Um, guys, those people are funny. Uh, the Koch brothers, they're du- the comedic duos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I no, no. Okay, real comedic. Okay, for real though, I will throw out a, a lady, and not just to appear progressive, but like wow. I love me that Tina Fey stuff. I loved me that Thirty Rock. This was like later in my comedic whatever. Yeah, but it was like Thirty Rock, and then even more recently with like Kimmy Schmidt. I just loved that um, her style of making comedy was just like jokes per minute, just like yeah. write jokes, make jokes, get your plot figured out, and then make sure there's jokes in that thing. And that is, this is very. I just want to say, Peter, this, mm. that was very brave. I think very that was brave. Pretty hashtag brave of me to say. <laughs> One of my people. Um, Are you people? And then Tina Fey I, herself. Yeah. I grew up like watching the Monty Python. My dad was like, we were, we're watching Monty Python and Mr. Bean. So mm-hmm. I, that, those were my like two main ones, probably. Lots of British stuff. Lots of like, 
silliness and over the topness, which I constantly get in my auditions now. <laughs> Do not be over the top. <laughs> right. They don't know what they want though. No, and, and then, then I'll all be like, you yeah. get to set and you're like, yeah. they're like, "Do it really big. Be as big <laughs> as possible." Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Um, but yeah, those are my guys. Do you have a memory of like, because I have one too, like there's... I. There's like a defining moment where you're like, oh, man, um, I'm funny or I can make people <laughs> laugh. Yeah. Mine was like um, I was on the playground. It was like grade five and I was very into home improvement at the time. And just somebody was like <laughs> uh, and I had eaten a cauliflower for the first time. OK, this will all okay. tie together. All right. This is going to rock. I can tell but this then, is going to be a banger of a joke. I remember I did like my first memorable uh, comeback, um, and it you know it's just of the t- it was of the time playground stuff. It was like some girl came up to me and it's like, "Chris, you don't have a penis." <laughs> Said that, and then I went, and then I went, "Yeah, fine, but you do." Boom! <laughs> Everybody lost it. Everybody lost it. Everyone's laughing so hard. And I was like, what is, what happened? I love, I love that rip comes up to you and she's like, she's like, I'm going to nuke this guy. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to end this guy's career. You don't have a penis. And then, yeah, but you do. So, and that's the comedy that you do very well, actually, is like a little bit like the confidence, but also self-deprecating. You're like, yeah, I don't have a penis, but you do. Like, but you're you like, do. yeah, you're right, I don't. And then <laughs> I was, I was like, what happened? What changed in my life that this moment is here? And I was yeah. like, I ate cauliflower yesterday for the first time. I tried it out, so I went home and I started like, <laughs> I wanted more cauliflower. And I remember my mom being like, uh, Oh wow, you really like cauliflower? Hey, you really liked that? And I was like, Shut up, mom. It's for something different. I'm just you know, I didn't say I'm that, not, but I'm not, it's not food. This is different. It's not food. It's comedy fuel. So that was my first one. But like, uh, what is? Do you have a moment where you were like, yes, um, a defining comedy moment? Uh, no, not yet. But what I was gonna say is, <laughs> but what I was gonna say is, wait. Well, okay, I'll get to mine. But the cauliflower thing is funny too because it's like that. That's what I think in university we're talking about this too, where it's like um, comedians. Like, if you want to be funny, you have to have like trauma. You have to have a bad life. You have to be depressed. That's what funny is. And I feel like you had the kid version. Like that's a sketch right there. Is like. I've got to keep eating this cauliflower. Otherwise I'm not funny anymore. And that's why a lot of like recovering, like comedics who are recovering from anything are always like, yeah, I thought alcohol was what made me funny. Like I did drugs and like that. And I was like, if I don't do drugs, if I don't go on stage, if I go on stage and I'm sober, like I won't be funny anymore. And yours was cauliflower. Cauliflower. (laughs) Mine. Gotta have my cauliflower. (laughs) 
gotta get my cauliflower fixed. If I it loosens hey, me look, up, man. It, just, it helps. Before I hit helps. before I hit the playground stage, it's a tough crowd out there. Oh man, Ooh. they'll eat you alive. You mean you don't have any cauliflower left? <laughs> when are you when are you when are you getting some? When are you just more? shaking? You got oh, any cauliflower? <laughs> <laughs> um, mine was in high school. We were doing this thing called lunchbox theater. Okay, uh, it was a. So it was like a, a uh, lunchtime fi- kind of thing. Yeah, it was Every like day. five minute, ten minute little scenes that we would find. Right. And my friend Hillary had found this old sketch that she really wanted to do from uh, um, what is his name? Alan Alan Partridge. What's the actor that does Steve Coogan? Steve Coogan. Yeah. I I actually old... got it. I said it before you. Um, yeah, you said it. Yeah, before. I said. I or, and it if first. I did it. If I did say it first, you're probably just going to edit it, so you say it yeah, first. Yeah, I'll edit it around okay. that. I knew you were going to edit it around it. <laughs> so Steve Coogan was like, yeah, it's like a Steve Coogan bit. He's like a radio DJ in a small town who like thinks he's like king of the world, but he's just like a little little fop, a little, like, a little dummy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, he And so like the sketch was like somebody kept um, uh, uh, um, writing on his car like vandalizing his car, scratching his car, and they would write cock piss partridge on his car, on the, on the door, scrape it into the door. And he was so mad about it. And I, I was the only one that could do a good British accent, which is like probably, I was a high school kid. I well, your mom is good. British too. So yeah, like, I just did my mom's reference. accent. Yeah, and my character was, like, so mad. And then I'm screaming, like, they wrote on my car. It's like, what did they write? And I think like, they wrote cock, piss, partridge. And then a lady pops up from behind. It's like a whole comedy of errors. Like, the maid, like, pops up from behind this thing, and she runs off. And we're like, got her. And we all run that. You know, it's like a whole funny. I could even find the script, maybe. It'd be kind of fun to, like, revisit that. But, like, <laughs> I remember not being very popular. I was bullied a lot. Uh, I don't know if you've seen me, but I'm like really attractive and like right. that threat. We're gonna put a, a we're gonna put a pin in that bullying thing. Finish your story. We're coming back to that. That sounds like a juicy <laughs> little pocket. I'm gonna mind this that. Is weird. I'm gonna this mind guy, that. This is uncomfortable. This Ooh. is an uncomfortable episode. We're of get this. into get into some this of that podcast. bully stuff. No, but finish this podcast your uh, is uncomfortable. Finish your uh, your story. Sorry. Okay, so I'm doing the so I'm so the big thing was like the negotiation before. Uh, the drama teacher was like very sort of not like secular, but you know what I mean? Like very like you should be able to say what you want. Like no censorship. Right. I get to say cock. And yeah. Piss yeah. Two in awesome swears in school. On a stage. Yeah. Like Ooh. not hard ass, like not real good swears, but like pretty fun. Mm. They're pretty good. I think cock is pretty rowdy. Cock for is high good school. for high school for sure. Piss yeah. is whatever. Everybody kind of says I'm I got off. called like, piss, piss a lot too. Piss Wilson. Oh no! Yeah, I got yeah, just bullied so hard. Yeah, yeah. I just got I just got called all hor- horrible things. All the ones you can't say anymore were all the words I was labeled. <laughs> well, right. some words that you can't say. I was not called those ones, but like a lot of them. Uh, and then. But what, then I'm on stage and I'm doing this funny British character and I say cock piss partridge and I look over and one of the kids who is like pretty popular sport kid, I don't know if you've heard of sports, but some boys can play sports. Yeah, <laughs> and he was very good at them, <laughs> so he was pretty popular. Of course, but I saw him off his chair. He was laughing so hard. That's fu- huge. He was out of his chair in this little theater. The theater, you can actually see this theater if you watch CBC's Young Drunk Punk, because they set one of the scenes or a couple of scenes are in the theater of my high school right. in Calgary, 
Yeah. And uh, the little wooden seats that they're everybody sitting in, it's like a little brick theater. And he's sitting in this little wooden seat and he fell out of it. He was laughing so hard. And everybody else was like having a good laugh. And again, I don't know, obviously like time changes your memory. So maybe I'm like rose coloring it. Maybe it was just a little chuckle. But in my (laughs) memory, it was like nuclear power. It was like, what did I unleash? The same thing you're describing. Yeah. It's just like, like, it killed them. And I was like, I did that with words. So you were bullied so hard. Yeah, pretty hard. Right. So when did that? Who do you know? You you can say his name. Who's the bully's name? Don't say. Oh his name. yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> shouldn't. Because right. there's one, and I remember his full name, and that's probably illegal. That's probably some slander stuff. Yeah. So what 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 kind of stuff was this this horrible boy doing? <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's dig it up. Let's dig this up. Come on. <laughs> um. Come on. Dish it out. I'll I'll try to dish it out. This one particular whose full name I remember. Yeah. um, I I took shop class because I was like just trying to be, and I still do it to to this day. I'm still trying to do things that are like, quote unquote, masculine. Uh, I'm still trying to do the boy stuff. So I like, I, all I knew was like Calgary. Like it was like shop class. That's the thing you're supposed to sign up for, for your like, I forget what it's called, like an elective. I could have done home ec, and I like cooking and cleaning the kitchen way more than I like shop class stuff. And it was shop class. The teacher was a very enabling of the bullying. He was like, because he didn't think I was cool. He thought I was weak. Couldn't even lift the, like... <laughs> the shop teacher was. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just remember him laughing, like, dismissively when I was getting ripped on in class. And I think it's one of those things that, like, guys who are teachers, like, guys who get older, when they see young boys ripping on each other, it's funny now. Like, as a guy, you're like, nice, they're all ripping on each other. It's a good time. (laughs) Right. Right? And that's, like, some male bullshit or whatever. But it's like, I love ripping on you, you know, all the time now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, in front of you, behind your back, like, whenever and wherever. You're yeah, right, it's like, sir. Yes. You it's rip. like, yes, sir. Give yeah, me yeah. Rips. Yeah. And remember, remember your place. And so for me, it's like one of those <laughs> things that, that it is, there's levels, right? Like as I could understand him now being like, maybe misunderstanding that. And because he's like, I like ripping on my friends, but like, I wasn't one of the friends. It was, I wasn't in it. I wasn't in on the joke. Yeah, Jim was one of the rough ones for me too. Have you ever been like announced? <laughs> no. What do you mean? So, Oh, I was just, we were in the change room changing and I was like getting, taking off the shirt, you know, taking off the shorts down to the skinny winnies, skin, tidy whities, not skinny winnies. I like skinny winnies. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. That's and then the, great. I don't know if it was this kid. It was another kid. Is like, oh my God, look how scrawny Peter is. Like announced it. Oh. Like we got to stop. Everybody stop changing and being worried about your own bodies. You've got to see Peter's body. <laughs> and then, so everybody stopped, was kind of looking at you. I don't remember there being big laughs because I think I benefited from the fact that we were all terrified of our little bodies. <laughs> yeah. So everybody was like, yeah, and then kept changing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, oh boy, did that not feel good? Because I'm 35 and I'm telling it in a podcast. <laughs> oh, and you, yeah. There's just certain stories you just... You're like, why do I remember that so well? And you're like, it is ingrained. It is. uh, I remember a kindergarten story, one that I remember so vividly of just being so embarrassed. I was like, maybe day two of kindergarten. I remember coming in 
to the room. I was late, as you know, I am. I am. Yeah, we tend uh, to be late. Tend to be a late person, and that, <laughs> that started early. But anyway, I enter into the classroom, and everybody's sitting in a circle, and I go, "It's party time!" <laughs> and then immediately, I'm shunned. The teacher's like, "Christopher." Do not enter like that. Get out. And she makes me go out of the classroom. Oh. And then re-enter in a quiet way that people should do. (laughs) So everybody's watching me do it. Of course, of course I remember this. I'm like, why do I remember that? Well, because... Yeah. It was early formative years and there's 30 kids looking at me re-enter the room quietly. That is so. And then I was shy ever since. It's so funny though. I mean, I get, (laughs) I get where your shyness comes from. That like you have a lot of like first time into a new place shyness. But what I love is that you kept that part of you that comes into a room and goes, "It's party time!" (laughs) Like that is such a like Chris um, uh, attitude. Just like fucking party time. Yeah. Yeah, but then whole... I was just roasted for it. Yeah, that's roasted. Sucks. I'm glad that you got past. I'm like, like you got roasted for it, but there was must have been some deep level of you that was like, no, this is my first entrance was the right entrance. Well, it took finding uh, doing comedy in high school, like similarly to what you're similarly to yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. saying, uh, not really finding myself until grade eleven and grade twelve, and and being funny to be popular, and then right. being, and, and people going, oh. That guy's uh, worth talking to. But until then, like, oh, very shy. Yeah. I remember, like, lingering around the cool group, being like, I'll just, like, sort of linger on the outside of the circle and see if they'll, like, talk to me so I can be included. They never really did. And then I would go back to my, you know, supportive real friends. The the social uh, butterfly Who I was just trying to ditch, I guess. Yeah. There was that phase in high school where you're like, I'm. I will leave you in a second if uh, if Greg Cunningham, Gregory Cunningham, the running. <laughs> is that a real one? Is that real? I changed. Is that his a last real name, name drop? Oh, okay, okay. Well, no, I'll Greg. just say. It, who cares? It's, I'm saying Greg uh, Fiddick. He's very okay. popular. His te- he's, his dad he's was the gym popular. teacher. Oh, of course. Yeah, he was. He was like a good-looking guy, and we all liked Greg Fiddick. He probably also had the drop on like what was coming up in gym, like yo. We're and we all thought Greg Fiddick. We thought he was ripped, and you know what? I think he actually was. <laughs> I think that's the difference. He was ripped. <laughs> Everybody in high school is looking at their little bodies, thinking they're ripped, and he's looking at his yeah. body, like, oh, I actually am ripped. Okay, cool. I am. I fully am. <laughs> that's yeah. well. That's my bully. That that's what I'm saying. Like that's why the the making when we were making chisels, like so so shop class had different like modules, right? And it was like this mm-hmm. is metal work. So you guys are doing this. Other people are doing photography, and um and like me, like metal class metal work was like he big swings. We're talking. We're holding. He's holding that chisel, and he's just going like boom boom. Like you can hear it through the shop, and I'm just kind of like. Ting. <laughs> like just trying to get it to come down and I'm like come on metal like please just bend into the shape of a chisel like I want this to be over and he was just like big arms I just remember the arms just big swings just on an anvil huge yeah huge and then we middle. went to photography module together and I was mm-hmm. like well at least it's like not muscles it's more like chemicals and it's like getting the getting the photo to develop and then I can take some cool photos that'll be fun but no it's just a closed room with no windows where there's no teachers 
So I just got beat up a bunch. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, like that one turned out to be worse. Physically beat up, pushed? Just like pushed around a lot. A lot of broom stuff. I don't mean like in a sexual what? way, but I mean like pushing me around with the broom. That was when I remember. Right, the end of a broom just, just kind of hitting you with it. Just stay in the corner of the dark room was my job. Oh, my while God. They I'm sorry. That is, that is really actually horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, also, yeah. No, no, you're telling. Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. It can get worse. Oh, it geez. sucks though, because yeah, you always know. Oh, the bully, the person that's bullying you, the person that at school who's uh, the worst. Oh, I bet you they got a bad home life. Yeah. But you want to remember that because it's a cliche. Even you're like, yeah. and it's true, cliche yeah. for a reason. But they're like, but they're such a dick. <laughs> they're being. <laughs> yeah. Why are they such a dick then? Yeah. Like, it's really hard to like you. Well, and I'm sure the yeah. same thing can be said of, like, people who are really mean and, like, as adults. But it's like, yeah, but at some point, you're now you're just an adult who's a dick. It's like, I can't be like, yeah. oh, he had a bad childhood. It's like, well, yeah, okay. but <laughs> people, honestly, people, some people should get sentenced to therapy. Maybe, I, like, yeah. certain kinds of criminals, maybe, but, like, but some people should be no, like, and you get full therapy. benefit. Everybody should, you know, yeah. go. I mean... Yeah, you just figure some shit out by talking it out loud, and some of the stuff when I'm like complaining about comedy or like things in my mm. life that I'm like upset about, and then my therapist do- isn't from that world and doesn't know these things, just explaining oh. like, okay, so um, all right, so I'm upset because like. Nobody wants to do my skit about poo uh, and how I fart my pants and I got a, I'm got a big farty pant boy. And it's like I put work into my farty pant boy sketch and nobody wants to do my farty pant boy thing. And it makes me – and like you're explaining it to them and you're like, ah, uh, this is really dumb. My problems <laughs> – are nothing. <laughs> you are you are talking specifically about a sketch that I shot down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're I'm using this me. moment and yeah, yeah, and and I do think that the farty boy thing could work, <laughs> and I don't know why that you won't give it's it a, a shot. Silly, silly idea. It's but not. not in it's a, a good little way. boy, and he's farty. He I don't farts want to play the, the little boy who's farting. You have to. It's a You're bad the farty. Okay. I hate to say well. this. I don't want to go here. Comedians never do, but I'm just going to say it. It's a bad idea it's bad wow Not okay funny. well maybe try it out in front of an audience and we'll see who's laughing <laughs> yeah and i bet you it's the audience because farts are funny and ah, farty little right. boys are funny man do they ever have a lot of <laughs> fart jokes in 30 rock so and that was one of my people one of my guys so i guess i guess i actually do like fart jokes you love that yeah you love that so wait how often do i come up in your therapy sessions um <laughs> oh like, like... i don't know what to do with this guy what do I do with him? He's he's disorganized. He has so many jobs. It's hard to get on top. You know what? You don't really come up that much, to be honest. Sometimes it's like, you know, you're like, oh, the distance. It's hard. What do I? What do you do? Yeah. You know? What do you? And how does that? How does that make you feel? No, no. I'm I'm marrying. I'm feel? Mark marrying you. <laughs> what is that? It what this me, is? I'm trying to Mark marrying you. I want to get you to is? cry. I've been flipping. Yes, I've been You've trying been to Mark get the juice. Me? Are Give me the Mar- juice. I thought we were having a chat as friends. I have. I'm being we, Mark Marind. We have been having, and wasn't it fun? Wasn't it fun though? I'm like being we had a good Mark chat. Marind. Yes, that's what I was trying to get to the bottom of. I was trying to get you to cry. That's why I was asking about your fucking bully and stuff. 
did he punch you? Like what? Come on, give do me the, give me some tears. Do you even care? I care. Yes. About the true story. Are you just you're <laughs> marining me? Peter, I think if you look at the conversation that we have had up until this point, I think that you'll find it was quite sincere. And yes, I had ulterior motives. Yes, I wanted you to cry. Yes, I was Mark Marining you. But didn't you have a good time? Didn't you have a nice time? Okay? You know yes, what? Yes, I was Marining you. Now, it does make me think about everything we've been talking about, you know? And and yeah, maybe I'm, I'm thinking you Mark Marin me, but... Or as I like to call it, you were marinating me. But I think that <laughs> I think that it makes me think about my life. Though it is a good moment to take a step back and to think about yes. everything. You know. Yes. What about your father? Do you have a good relationship with him, or does he ever? Was he ever proud of you, or is your dad I got proud? A great, I got, he's proud of me. I got a great relationship. Yes, this is good. This is really good. Very. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. I don't think yeah, I. I don't think I was getting fake. any. I'm God sorry. I don't. I can't do it. I can't do the tears. Well, like, uh, what is your biggest? Um, uh, did you have uh, any like substance stuff? Like, do you uh, struggle with uh, drinking or whatever? I I had you a you phase. Open up your heart about that. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. This a is lot good. of my 15 year friends will know this and make fun of me. They say I eat like a small boy. So my substance abuse was like. Yeah. Cans of alphagetti and glasses of milk. Yeah, farty little piggy boy. <laughs> yeah, he was a farty little piggy boy. And I really like chicken tenders and ginger ale. Yeah, you do eat really badly, and I, I don't. I, I'm better now. I eat better well, now. I mean, I can't like point fingers at that because it's not like I've been very good either. Especially when we're touring on the fringe, it's just oh, God. like A and W for lunch, and then maybe skip dinner. Yeah. Uh, because you forget. And you're nervous you got the show going. So yeah. you don't have an appetite. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. I haven't yeah. had a vegetable. And then you roll into 7-Eleven <laughs> and you grab like a 7-Eleven dirt banana. And you just, <laughs> you ma- and you're like, oh, yum. Yes, I'm healthy now. Actually, Great. do you remember? You're not. Fixed that problem. You're not body. lying at all. Because I remember when we were at the Edmonton Fringe uh, a couple of years at least in a row where it was like we were near that 7-Eleven. And it was like, oh, I'll get a banana because we need it for the show. But the, okay, great, yeah. I'll have a banana. Then I'll get a couple of those. What were Just those? Just fill everybody. We needed a banana for the show because yeah. we were doing comedy. Yeah, and, and comedy. You have to slip, on, slip on a banana. Yeah, yeah. And then there were those like crispy little like what are they toast? Not tostitos. Were they? What were they called? Were they tostitos? What were those little things that they would make? I would eat so many of them. Taquitos. Chiquitos. Taquitos. Yeah. So yeah. I eat a bunch of those, and then you'd be like, and then I'd be getting like a chocolate milk, just a weird combo. And then you would always text me and be like, "Can you get me a Red Bull?" <laughs> yeah, like Red that Bull. was lunch, dude. That that yeah. order I just described was both of our lunch. Pre-show Red Bull, and then, uh, yeah, post-show. That's when we would eat, maybe the only meal of the day. What was your What's your heart like now? And I don't mean emotionally. I just mean like you got a lot yeah. of Red Bull. Probably got a lot of holes in your heart. Well, my doctor was, you know, before uh, before all this Corona stuff, yeah, was like, you've got high blood pressure, and I was like, well, let's get to the, let's see if we can't get to the uh, fix that. Um, so I had that, 
and and then the virus hit and uh, i haven't seen a doctor since so i think it's fixed <laughs> i think it's probably good now yeah how's your heart like your heart heart though like, open like up. emotionally yeah your emotional heart <laughs> does it yeah, even look like go. i'm crying when i do that yeah <laughs> of course you're a very very good actor <laughs> wonderful it's a wonderful performance it sounds like you're crying too it's everything uh and it gets me to another point like have you had anybody in your life pass away that and die that maybe you want to talk about or are you just gunning for tears you're just marinating maybe you want to you want to remember somebody who's gone now why would you do that to me (laughs) i get okay i don't know like uh i i only have one grandparent left i lost my grandparents um at ripe old ages how old were they uh, it's late seventies, I think, and then an eighty. Right. So is that good? Those stuff? are. Do you those want me are, to cry about that? I mean, it. it and I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, that's pretty pretty old. Not really that tragic. Um. <laughs> hey. I mean, it is tragic. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. I mean, even joking around about that, I was like, ah, I'm being. That's rude. <laughs> that's a I rude think thing to do i don't have any uh what do you do oh, what do here's you do the thing about, yeah 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 go yeah for no, no. It. oh but then well, i have I a thing gonna, you go then i'm gonna I cut you off there's yeah. a very mark Marin thing uh to do we should have opened <laughs> with this like do we uh you have a first impression of me did you ever meet me was i ever rude to you and do i have to apologize oh to you oh like what's the, okay, what's my first impression of you or you of me um, you were, so we were in shop class and we had finally gotten into dark room. <laughs> right. And I had that broom. Yeah. You had that right. broom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But do you actually remember, like, do you remember, uh, uh, meeting me for I, the first time? I always had, um, are we, are we rolling? Are we recording on this? <laughs> yeah. We've, yeah. Oh yeah. We've, we've been recording for about 55 minutes now. Oh, crazy. Been, Oh, crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. natural and free-flowing. That yeah, that's were, wild. Yeah, we've begun. I thought it's this almost was the, over, I thought we fact. were warming up. I thought yeah, this was the well, warm-up. Oh, really? So you got yeah. some... So my first, oh. I guess my first impression of you was you. You were one of the cool guys. And yeah, I always but, okay. have anxiety about the cool people in the world. I don't like the you cool You thought I was club. cool? That's very nice. Yeah, I'll take you were that. cool. But uh, cool at theater school is yeah, yeah, yeah. a full nerd. Look. A full-life <laughs> nerd. Like, that is... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I had friends in theater school. Yeah, but they were <laughs> they were handsome and like some of the cool guys were like making out, like hooking up. You know right. what I mean? Like do and doing drugs. Right. Yeah. Smoking they were cool. Weed. Right. And you were hanging and out with them all the time and doing. You were doing, doing like heroin or whatever, like lots of lots of hard drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was your yeah. whole thing. Well, that's my whole thing. You were you were big into drug parties, and it was I just thought that was really cool. Drink drug parties. Okay, you buried know, for... in that is the real answer, though. The real answer was that <laughs> I felt like you were like hanging out with the cool kids. Do you think every department, like engineering, I'm sure most, even like medical, like every department has like cool kids and not cool. Absolutely, I it's just that's just life, man. You know, that's just there's life. just circles of friends. You want to be in them. You're just standing on the outside of those friends, trying to look in, trying to get any amount of attention from them, man. And you just, that's just it. That's just it. Which is literally what celebrities are, right? They're just the cool kids. Cool, man. That's cool. 
<laughs> so that not only are we not Mark the cool Marining. kids. Was, oh, was he says Mark man Mar- a lot. Mar- I don't know. Oh, okay. I could see that going over your head uh, there. You were like, I don't get what he's doing. I was just like listening to you and taking you per- <laughs> like seriously and really trying to respect the space and respect you, right. you know? I wasn't trying to marin you. I'm going to Freakonomics you. That's what I'm going to Okay, Next we'll time, I'm going to interview we'll you that. about the economy. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm doing Next to you. time, it'll be different. All right, so I didn't bully you. Uh, our That's relationship's true. good. So we good? We hit it off are quick. We, uh, we good or what? Yeah. Is this how this ends? Are you marinating me still? Yeah. So we good? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I knew you were marinating me. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Are we good? All right, man. All right, man. Yeah. Good talking to you. Wait, does he end it every one? Does he have an issue with everybody? Is he always like, are we good at the end? Yeah, pretty much. Well, like literally, he's like, are we fine now? Early Mark Marin episodes were uh, definitely him being like, ah, oh, yeah, I was uh, I was an asshole back then. Did I ever do anything to you? Did I ever, uh, ever fuck you up or any way or like say some rude shit? I was in a, you know, and then they hash it out. And the person is always like, yep, yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, that's that's kind of like a that's him like uh, talking about his past. There's not there hasn't it's been kind a lot of, of a that weird, lately. right? It's kind of a weird like not lazy. It is kind of lazy, like a lazy way to like make amends. Like hey, anyway, while well, I've got you, did I ever? Uh, do I need to make amends for anything? <laughs> well, or we, know, come are on we my good? podcast and I'll apologize and I'll mo- and yeah. I'll uh, <laughs> monetize. But not it. for something specific. I won't know what it is. I'm apolo- I'll ask you to tell me what I need to apologize for. Yeah, what did I for? do? It's what like, did I do? You tell me. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. I was such a cool, cool <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, good talking to you, wait, man. That was. Uh... Wait. I know that next time it's going to be different, but d- are we cool? Did I do anything ever to piss you off? Yeah, we'll get to it. Ne- we'll get to it next time. We'll get to it next time. Oh God! <laughs> All right, we'll call that a day. We'll call that a day. Uh, it was great talking to you, man. Go, okay, yeah. Gr- thanks, Mark. Chris Marin. <laughs> and that's uh, that's that's. Uh, I think we got to something there. You know, that's fun. I can't tell if I'm still talking to Mark or not. That's cool. Yeah, it's so in me, right? I'm so so ingrained. Yeah, you're such a cool, cool asshole. I want to cry for you. Pow! Ooh, I just shit my pants. <laughs> Coffee from JustCoffee.coop. Get it today. <laughs> I can't wait till we have sponsors. You want to talk about my cats? Ah, my fucking cats. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was today, and I'm sure that the next one's going to be different. Um... You know, comment below, like and subscribe, right? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, just uh, on my phone now. I'm I'm done. I, I'm done with the podcast now. I'm, we're still, are reco- we still recording. We're still we, recording. Are we not but recording. I'm just, are I'm, we still not? Are we not? Recording? No, I'm just. I've already talked to you for like an hour. What more do you need? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go I on have, my phone now. Oh, we just clicked into an hour. You're right. That was exactly one hour. Yeah, it's that's enough. I'm I'm done. Can you just give me some privacy, please? Well, I mean, I, I'm at my house. Do you want me to just leave my chair? Sorry, what'd you say? Excuse I'm me. just, par- so- I'm sorry, just texting. Excuse me. No, I understand. Yeah. What is pri- What do you want me to do, privacy-wise? Yeah, just, just like, like my chair. Um, leave my, uh, just, desk? yeah, just stop talking and don't be around anymore. Or just stay, no, stay where you are. 
Okay. I'll get the broom. Don't make me get the broom. Don't get the broom again. <laughs> That's how we met. <laughs> All right, there it is, folks. My talk with Peter Carlone, YouTube star Peter Carlone. You can find him at peterandchriscomedy.com on YouTube there. Check him out. It was a good talk. I like talking to that guy. We got down to something. We opened up. Learned some things about him. That was nice. That was nice. All right, play some guitar for you. Shit. Fuck. Sorry. That's better. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!